very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. questions you always had, the answers you were never given, the place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Greetings to everyone around the world and we're welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mal Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time or your truth journey brought you here, welcome home. And to listen to tonight's full interview and all our material, go to our website at VeritasRadio.com and subscribe. And I'll say it again, Sanitas. You can still subscribe and listen to three full seasons of life-changing topics. And any future Sanitas interviews will be coming right here. But all those that were recorded in the past belong to that website. So you're going to get a lot of great information in the next season. And if you want to get in touch with me, have a guest suggestion, want to be on this radio program, or simply have feedback, I always love to hear from you. Click on the contact button of our website. And tonight we break the mold a bit to introduce someone perhaps new to this audience. Perhaps you know him already. He has been a loyal listener and subscriber to both our radio programs and he and I have communicated for years. I have seen how he has transformed to a full-blown truth seeker and is now very much awake. We will discuss as many topics as possible in the next two hours. I'm not going to read his bio because I want him to share his story himself. Go to his website, deepinsidetherabbithole.com or ditrh.com for short. Now become exposed to his research. You see, folks, you plant a seed of truth and you never know how far it will go to wake up others. And I'd like to welcome, for the first time on Veritas, my friend, David Weiss. Hello, David, and welcome to Veritas. How are you? Hey, Mel, I'm doing great. So excited to be here. It's amazing. You know, when I first started listening to your show, I was like, one day I'm going to be on a show. I don't know what I'm going to be talking about. And that day is here, manifest. (laughs) Incredible, because for years you have been giving me feedback about the shows that you listen to. And I've always noticed that they seem to just hit a nerve every time. And all of a sudden you started sending videos to me about many, many topics, Sandy Hook, the Boston bombing, flat earth, and you name it. And you're producing them in such a professional way. But first of all, for those who don't know who you are, and believe me, folks, you will know who David Wise is. If you don't know him by now, you will soon. Tell us your story. Just who is David Wise and How, when, where did you wake up? You know, I live right outside of New York City. Um, 
And on 9-11, I was actually packing my bags that morning to fly out of the LaGuardia Airport to Ohio. My uh, friend and uh, business associate was in Manhattan, and uh, you know the first uh, tower was on fire. And um, I called my friend up, and I told him to turn on a TV. And uh, when he did, uh, supposedly the second plane hit. And the phone phone went dead, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be flying to Ohio. So um, I watched on TV for a couple of minutes, and then I decided to go down to the shore um, because I wanted to see it for myself because I have an unobstructed view of lower Manhattan. And what I saw was not what they were saying on the radio, um, and I couldn't explain it. And it really just got me thinking, and, you know um, – Probably a couple months after 9-11, I started looking into it and I started discovering things. And uh, it wasn't for like four years before I said anything publicly because it was such an emotional topic. And then, you know, from there, once you have your eyes open to something like 9-11, you start seeing other things that are just, you know, there to see that other people don't see. And uh, that's how it started. Very similar to me. It was 9-11. I was just... But it, the big difference is that I was following what I was told. And I remember back in 1990, 91, when the first Iraq war happened, I was just watching CNN and listening to what they had to say. But it was after 9-11 when I started looking into all these things because one of my relatives told me, look at the Pentagon, nothing crashed there. And I've always said it, I became offended. How can you say that our well-intentioned government would have something to do with this, but in silence... I started looking into it, and this is where I am today. And now, from 9-11, how did you progress to waking up to other, by opening other doors? You know, from 9-11, I looked into the, you know, the money, follow the money, and then I started looking into money, and money itself is a scam. And then I discovered the Federal Reserve was a private bank, not a government-run bank. And, you know, just from there, things started spreading. And and I had a, a buddy who I worked with. I was in the corporate, uh, you know, world. And in the lunchroom, him and I would start, you know, we would we would capture everyone in the lunchroom and talking about the Federal Reserve and, and uh, you know, all these other conspiracies. And it started growing from there. We talked about 9-11. And, you know, within a year, we kind of blew up the whole company. Everybody was like asking questions. And then we decided that, uh, you know, we need to reach more people. And we came up with a concept for a podcast, which was called Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, just like the website, uh, where it was him and I, the truth seekers, and we had a comedian, basically to shoot down everything we say and insert as much ridiculous um, humor into it. And it was different. It was a different type of podcast. And it attracted a different crowd that might not listen to a more serious podcast. Um, it went for three years and we ended it. Um, and it woke up a lot of people. We started getting a big following. And which one was the first topic aside from 9-11 and the Fed? This is something that even when I was in college, I, I, I learned. And I asked my, my economics professors to explain how banks created money. And they really got mad when you started asking them, why, why is this entity, a private entity which has no, is not federal and doesn't have any reserves, they all of a sudden they can just lend us money, billions, trillions of dollars, and we don't have the right to print our own bills? 
they they create it out of thin air and now they don't even have to print it. They just type in ones That's and right. zeros. You know, and people say, you know, they are they're trying to steal our money. They they want our money. They don't want our money because they don't need our money. They just want to take our money from us. So we have to work, you know, paycheck to paycheck and just focus on that and not look around. And they're doing an amazing job. People, you know, they go to work, they come home, they have a beer, they watch television on the weekends. They drink, you know, they'll, they'll drink more. They'll watch more sports. Um, you know, and then they go back to work and that's their life. And they think that they're free, but they're not. They we're working literally as a, uh, you know, as, as cattle. I don't think they want our money. I think what they want, there's people think that slavery was abolished. I think this is the nine to five paradigm. As you said, they keep us distracted with bread and circuses all the time and not enough time to to self-realize who we are. We're always distracted. We have to work so hard, two, three jobs. And at the end of the day, at the end of a lifetime, you retire. Then you could become sick. There's plant obsolescence. You start taking pills and then done. The day you finish paying your mortgage, if you're lucky enough to do so, you die. Mel, it's uh, you said it. They want our energy. And what people don't realize, which is the really the hardest leap to take for the people that are completely unaware of the true nature of our reality, is that it is a spiritual, energetic war. Um, they want our energy. They they hold ritualistic events like 9-11, which was amazing. If you look at the the symbology and um, you know all of the all of the ritual stuff that was in 9-11, it was a ritualistic blood sacrifice whether people died or not is not the question it's what people believed happened and that energy is what they feed on and people say you know oh come on you know how could how could the how could they feed on our energy well you know you can make electricity from sunlight that's energy that's converting you know people can't even explain how that's done um but it's it's an energetic war. They want to keep us in a low vibration of fear so we do not connect with our true power and they can feed off of that. Um, and they want to keep us distracted with, you know, celebrity gossip and, you know, mind programming, programming from the, you know, the idiot box that we call a television um, it, it's truly amazing. And the more you look into this, the rabbit hole gets deeper and deeper. The subliminal tube. Now, there's one topic that you and I have discussed for, for a few years now. And it's probably the, I would say, the most controversial topic I've ever discussed. I've seen people come and go. People who say, I'm not subscribing to you anymore. People have left their forum all mad. They have unfriended me. You name it. At the same time, others have joined. Other people have friended me to say, wow, I've never thought about this. Ever since I was in school, the first thing I see is a globe. And you know where I'm going with this, right? Nobody likes having their ball taken away, Mel. <laughs> exactly. When did you wake up to the flat earth? Yeah. So, so let's just jump back a little bit. Um, I was, uh, I discovered that, you know, when Sandy Hook happened and, uh, the Boston Marathon, two complete total frauds, um, in the same way, different than 9-11. 
Um, you know, Sandy Hook and Boston were complete um, fakery and plays. On 9-11, buildings got destroyed. Um, and the number of people that died is nothing like they tell us. Um, but I decided that those three incidents, if I can wake anyone up to those three, because they affect most people in my area, I'm, I'm on the east, uh, northeast here. Um, once they wake up to one of those, and there was so much evidence, um, they start seeing everything else. It's it's literally once you see something, you can see oh, a whole of a whole lot more because your eyes are open. And I called it exposing the big three. And I had a Facebook page called exposing the big three, which was exclusively to those. So on that and on the deep inside the rabbit hole page, people started posting, hey, check this video out. Flat Earth, flat Earth. Well, I did as most uh, of the people that you mentioned that that left you and defriended you, I deleted them. I wouldn't even look. Watch this two-minute video. Won't do it. Didn't do it for months. I even banned people from our social media for repetitively posting such nonsense. And then um, somebody convinced me to watch a video. And I was like, wow, wow, that's interesting. And then I watched some more. And I watched Mark Sargent's Flat Earth Clues. And I watched uh, a couple more videos. And then I said to myself, oh, my God, I need to debunk this. And I dove in for two weeks, uh, day and night. I didn't I was in between. Uh, did you sleep jobs. for those two weeks? I did not. I went I literally fell asleep with the computer on me. And then when I woke up a couple hours later, I'm right back into it. And after two weeks, I said, I know one thing for sure. We're not on a spinning ball flying through space. Um and the earth sure looks like it's flat. And for the last two years, I've dug in. And the deeper I go, the more I know that we uh, live on a, a flat stationary plane. All the evidence points towards it. There's a preponderance of evidence. Evidence falls into a few categories. One, that works on a flat earth and not on a ball earth. Another pile would be that works on a ball earth, not on a flat earth. And another pile would be don't know works on both or I we it's indetermined well guess which basket is completely empty which one the ball there's nothing that works on a ball earth that can be proven to be to, to work on a ball earth if you start looking at the mechanics of what they tell us about the 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 spinning ball earth it is the most ridiculous thing ever. Here's something which I which I admit freely and I shouldn't is I became a flat earther. You know, if, if that's a derogatory term, term you know, it, it describes what I what I am. And I believed in NASA. And the only reason I believed in NASA is because I never looked. You never looked. Yeah, because, you know, we're trained from birth. We have mobiles over our heads in our cribs of planets half the time. Sesame Street, yeah. you know, all, all of the, the shows, they have spinning globes in them. You go to school, the teacher has a globe and it's, you live here and that's it. And you're also told, you know, in this religion of scientism that if you question this, you're a moron, you're an idiot, you're a fool and you don't even deserve an answer. And this is the problem, you know, just like you, I, I used to delete people's emails. Please don't, don't bother with this nonsense. Why? Because I've told it before. I used to collect globes. I mean, I remember even at my company years ago, somebody gave me a Tiffany crystal ball, which I still have. And I'm th now I look at it and I'm thinking, 
what was I thinking? And I, again, folks, I don't subscribe. I don't have any attachment to the ball, to the oblate spheroid, or to the flat earth. But I want to look into it. I want to be able to prove decisively one day that we are or we are not here on this plane or planet. Because like you, you know, ever since I was a child, you know, you have at school, the globe, you go to the movies, you see universal pictures with this, you know, a little plane going around the globe. So cognitive dissonance is so preponderant on this when it comes to this topic that people just do not want to look at it no matter how much evidence you provide. And if you look at the people who are discussing this topic, I mean, you, for example, you're obviously an educated person. I'm an educated person, I think. Some engineers that are out there talking about this, some people that came from the Department of Defense who are talking about this, pilots, surveyors, these are not dumb people who have a tinfoil hat and decided to talk about a new topic today. Mel, the the flat earth is the most, uh, when I first discovered it, um, I didn't actually talk about it publicly on the podcast for uh, quite some time because I felt it would discredit all of the hard work I did on exposing <laughs> the big three. Exactly. And, and, and then I realized the truth is the truth. I cannot hide it. And I started talking about it. And man, the, the outlash was unbelievable. Uh, people went crazy, but every day I get emails, I get messages of people saying, Oh my God, Dave, you're right. Finally, I see it. And, uh, and they're digging in themselves. And, and here's the thing. Don't believe me. Don't believe you. Don't believe anybody. You have to look for yourself. But the, the thing is with all of these conspiracies and especially the flat earth is it's not a fair fight. The, uh, because it's truth versus lies. We're told a lie and that's all you need to do. After you hear the lie, you can sit on your couch, you can eat your GMO potato chips and you can stare at the TV and that's it. But if you want to know the truth, you actually have to think logically, you have to spend the time, and you have to look and you have to formulate your own hypotheses, if that's a word. Um, you, ha you have to form your own ideas about it. But what I'm finding today is that the, you know, the children and adults, they're fluoridated, GMO'd, vaccinated, chemtrailed. Their brains are, are – are calcified and all they can do is look at screens if it's not on their screen they don't they don't believe it or or they they don't make up their own opinions if they see it on a screen they'll either oh yeah i like that that's that's amazing and they and they'll and they'll fight for that or they'll see something and say oh, i don't believe that that which happens also but what they don't do is they don't watch 15 videos and read a bunch of articles and then think about it and come up with their own explanation. They don't put it together. They only um, see and, and can think about what's presented with them on a screen. It happened to me today. Um, it, you know, where I was driving, uh, I live right on the 95 corridor and I was going about an hour and a half up on 95. I know that I'm going on 95 and right where route 91 splits off, they have done construction my whole life. It's been one way, but now the, the, they they switch opposite sides and the GPS, um, hasn't been updated. And my GPS told me to take 91 when I knew that I was supposed to go up 95 and I followed the GPS. And then as soon as I took the turn, I was like, wait a minute, this is wrong. And it's amazing the power of these screens that we stare at all day long. So you have to remember, don't believe anything. You have to look at things and then you have to think for yourself. 
truth is for those who seek it. And some people, just as that movie said, some people cannot handle the truth because it shatters their... Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.